The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. And just a bit. We will chat with film and television actor John Lear. Yeah. He's also a comedian, uh-huh. a writer, uh-huh. a producer, uh-huh. a pitch guru. Uh-huh. He's the full hot order. He is. He's also a caveman. He's also a Geico caveman. So we'll talk about all that in a bit. Also, in a little while, we're going to submit our favorite scariest movie for the staff pick segment. Halloween's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. So we have to play our creepy song with the girls. Oh. You ready? Yeah, this is our. I'm never ready. So for I guess this. this is our Halloween edition. Yeah, I haven't heard this in a while. Oh, good. <laughs> God. To see the teddy bear here to play. If you don't come play with us, then we will kill you. All right. There you go. uh, Halloween girls. That's weird, man. And we never figured out what they were saying really, right? I don't want to know. Now, I was never big on Halloween as a kid, were you? Sort of, yeah. But here's the weird kick. My parents were. What? Like, they were really into it. They'd go to great lengths to deck me and my sister out with these extraordinarily elaborate costumes. Yeah, this is striking a chord with me. Yeah. 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 And I'll have to show you pictures sometimes. I think that's why they did it, because the whole costume thing, because yeah. it was a photo shoot. My dad was a ah, photographer. Yeah, you know? that's it. And I always looked miserable in those pictures. I really do have to dig some up. They're awful. It's terrible. Anyway, it would take forever to get dressed up, and I wasn't into it at all. And by the time they'd have us in full costume, it was so damn late yeah. that most of the houses were dark oh, when no. we would go out. It was awful. It was terrible. <laughs> Embarrassing, really. But like I said, my mom and dad, they were ass deep in Halloween. They weren't later in their life, like yeah. when we were a little older. But I never understood why they were. I think it was the photo shoot. Hmm. When I was eight or nine, okay, we lived in a really big old house in Old Town Manassas here in Virginia. Yeah. Okay? Late on Halloween night. Now, check this out. Uh-oh. My dad would sneak up into the attic of this old house uh-huh. and make creepy noises oh, and drag chains around. <laughs> And keep us up all night. It was it would be considered child abuse. Yeah, it was terrifying (laughs) to me and my sister. I mean, it was just terrible. What the hell? Stomping around in the attic, making creaky noises, ghoulish laughter. Oh, nice, crazy. I mean, I guess all that happened. I don't know. Might have happened. We were little. My dad used to give us wine when we were kids. Oh yeah. I have to ask my mother about that. I haven't talked about that in a long time. I want to find out if that really did happen. Yeah. I know the 
Halloween costumes did happen because there's photo evidence of it. Right. And I'm not kidding. I look so pissed <laughs> more than I do now. Wow. Like my resting bitch face. It was bad, but these elaborate costumes and makeup, it was huh. crazy. It was like they were living vicariously through us yes. or something stupid. That happens to all parents. Yeah, I guess so. All right, go to uh, MakeMyDamnMovie.com and check out our website, I guess. Also, you can send us a message, and uh, we'll read messages now uh-huh. from people that send them in on that thing I just said. Evan, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's so true what was said about log lines and how essential they are to great screenplay packages. But please stop talking about them because I'd prefer less people know about that. Now, that sounds like me. I was going to say, did you really write that? No, Evan's a scumbag, too. Okay. (laughs) Jennifer, Long Beach, California. Episode 98 was a real eye-opener. I admit that I slack off quite a bit when it comes to writing my log lines. I know it's important, and it's what virtually every producer initially wants to see mm-hmm. as an introduction to a script. But personally, it's a real struggle for me to write a short blurb about something, like this message. <laughs> Come on, Jennifer. <laughs> Leon, Providence, Rhode Island. Who is the chick that says this is Make My Damn Movie at the start of the podcast? I really dig her voice. Huh. First of all, that's called an intro. Stupid! (laughs) And that chick is my wife, Brenda, who didn't, by the way, want to do that for us at all. So there's that. Kicking and screaming. Big time. Rita, Key Biscayne, Florida. For people who believe getting the lines correct on the movie quotes game is easy, let me just say that it isn't. If you're legitimately playing along, it really isn't. It's okay to miss a few, Tom. Uh. Is it? Sunny, Texarkana, Arkansas. Whatever happened to the Writer's Roundup feature? Uh-oh. I enjoyed that part of the podcast, and I miss it. Too much work. Yeah. I mean, are we ever going to bring that back? It's scheduling, man. Yeah, I'm being candid here. I mean, it's just a lot of work. and I'm It is a lot of work. I'm really not into it at this age or any age, really. <laughs> Reggie, Newark, New Jersey. Does Mark have any filter whatsoever? Uh-uh. From countless stories about tossing off apparently every 15 minutes as a kid after seeing a woman on television to bragging about having burning sensations when he urinated after what sounded like a one-night stand when he was 19 years old simply proves this man has no shame. No, I think it's being more of a dipshit is what that is all about, Reggie. Those were your messages. Those were your messages. We hope to hear from you next time. You know, I had changed the uh, message outro. You did? Yeah, it didn't pop up here. I wonder where I put it. Man, I worked hard on that today. I actually did something. Uh, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything's falling apart. All right, the uh, movie quotes game is now. Oh, man. And that's where I read a movie quote, and you try to tell me what movie it's from. I really try. And there's three of them, so here's the first one. Actually, I have been trying this new fat-free diet I invented. All I've had to eat for the past six days are gummy bears, jelly beans, and candy corn. I hate candy corn. Every Halloween, I try it and think, I'm going to like it this time. I do that, too. Never do. Oh, you don't know, really? It's Romy White, Mira oh. Sorvino, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Yes. 
Here's your next one. Okay. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. <laughs> you know it? Oh, oh God, I know this. Really? Oh. Bye. Ace Ventura. Yes. Pet detective. <sighs> all right. Here's your third one. You realize we're all going to college as virgins. They probably have special dorms for people like us. Really? Super bad? Oh. No, that would be Jim, American Pie. Oh. Uh, I tried. And Miserable. now it's time for the Trivial Pursuit TV trivia cards I found in the garage. Only the cards, uh-huh. not the game. Nope. An old game, an old version. Yes. So these are from the 60s and 70s, okay? Correct. Some 80s, I think, are in here, but I don't know. Really? Here's your first one. What role does Ted Danson play on Cheers? Well, that would have to be 80s. Uh, He's the... Uh, what the role the does he play? Bar. Sam Malone. Oh. The bartender. Here's your next one. What was George Jefferson's profession on the Jeffersons? Holy crap. Really? I can't remember that. He was a dry cleaner. So he made his billions or millions or something. Here's your third one. In Three's Company, what was Jack's last name? Remember, really, Jack, Jack Tripper. Tripper, Tripper, even trips in the freaking show. Okay, how about some bonus uh. questions? What was Janet's last name? Janet, <laughs> Janet Wood. What was Chrissy's oh. last name? No, Chrissy Snow. Damn it. What was her cousin Cindy's last name? Not Snow. Yes, it was. It was Snow. Snow? <laughs> yes, he got that wrong. Shit. And what was the nurse Terry's last Terry, name? I remember Terry. Alden. Mm. Yeah. yeah, big time. But we talked about the girls on Three's Company. Yes. Now, your fourth one out of the four. Who was the oldest Cunningham kid on Happy Days? Pretty sure it was Richie. No? Ah! No. Chuck. Who the Remember? Fuck is Chuck? Oh, no, you don't know that? Uh-uh, I don't remember. Chuck was Chuck. the older brother. He was like in the first episode, and then he was gone. Well, no wonder I don't remember but that. But that's the answer fuck to the thing. thing. No, that's the answer. That's the Chuck. trivial part about the trivial pursuit on the thing. Oh, my God, this Weird. is really going nowhere. <laughs> um, it's now the stat picks. To make my damn movie stat picks, where we attempt to force you to watch movies that we like. Plus, you can go to makemydamnmovie.com to see our list of stat picks. And, oh, this time around. Yeah. Okay, this is very important. This time around, it's our favorite Halloween movies. Glimpse into my head. Yeah. As I fall asleep every night. (laughs) That's pleasant. It is not pleasant. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, that's enough of that. That's your dad. <laughs> Where is the. <laughs> Hold on. Where? Oh, oh I didn't put it on. Never mind. 
We got to start this thing over. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Okay. Get that back. Blazing ahead. Okay. <sighs> okay. So, what is your Halloween staff pick? All right. So, you said scary movies. This isn't really that scary. Well, mine is from 1988 Beetlejuice. Okay. That's I a great Halloween movie. movie. Yeah. Good one. It's directed by Tim Burton, starring yep. Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, Jeffrey Jones, Catherine O'Hara, Winona Ryder. Yay. Boing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Michael Keaton. Of course. Again, boy. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Man, he was awesome. He had he a hits after hits in yeah. the 80s. He did. Anyway. So this is about a married couple that die in a car accident, and then they kind of wake up in their house as uh, disembodied spirits, and they can't leave. So they find out that their beloved house is being sold to some New York City yuppies, and they try to scare them away, but it doesn't work, so they call on Beetlejuice. They do. Freaking crazy nut job. But he is supposed to be an expert at scaring the living, but ends up being more trouble than he's worth. Yep. Big time. Mm-hmm. That's good. my choice. It's a good Halloween movie. Beetlejuice. Check kidding? it out. Mine is The Blair Witch Project ah. from 1999. We've talked about this before. Yes. It stars Heather Donahue, Joshua Leonard, and Michael C. Williams. Josh! It's a story of three student filmmakers, Heather, Mike, and Josh, who hike into the Black Hills near Burkittsville, Maryland, right up the road from uh-huh. here, in October of 1994 to film a documentary about a local legend known as The Blair Witch. <laughs> I should have had a witch laugh there. Anyway, the three disappear, but their equipment and footage are discovered a year later. This movie gives me the serious creeps every yeah. time I watch it, and that might be well over a dozen times, okay? It was made for under a half a million dollars and boasts a box office of over $250 million. Are you kidding me? So in your face. Wow. And as a postscript, people thought that this was real when it first came out, uh-huh. proving once again that most people are stupid as shit. Creep yourself out and watch The Blair Witch Project if you haven't seen it. <laughs> I remember this this girl calling into Howard Stern and they were talking about it and she was convinced that it was real and Howard Stern was egging her on. Saying, oh yeah, that movie creeps me out. We've talked about it's it before. Creepy, it is creepy as hell. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> I tell you the honest to gosh truth. I can't watch the end of that. Even when I watch it, I'll never watch the end when he's against oh, the it's wall. Horrifying. I can't. It's not gory or anything. No, not it's at all. Just that uh, that element. It's the way it is shot. Yeah, and it's Very all good. the screaming and the panicking mm-hmm. that is what I like, and then yeah. the disappearance and all the sounds. Yeah, and it's uh, and it's uh, what the fuck? Okay, let's switch gears. Let's bring John Lear in. Hi, John. Gentlemen, hello. How are you? Good, good, good. Now, let me just do a quick bio here, okay? And you can just step in and say, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not right. (laughs) I don't dig ditches. But I needed to, uh, I wanted to do that. So, of course, film and television actor, comedian, producer, writer, is dancing in any credits? No. Yes, actually. (laughs) Really? I did uh, some dancing commercials as the Geico Caveman. Oh, man. uh, That's right. So, yeah, I legitimately was paid to dance once. What? Any singing? Are you a triple threat? I'm a terrible singer. 
so bad. My, my family bans me from saying they literally yell at me when I sing. That's how bad I am. But um, here's something that people may not know. Mm. He's a professional whistler. Oh, that's, that's true. right. Yes. So that is now. true. Well, actually, that wasn't me in that episode. I, I hired a real whistler it. to do that. I, yeah. I, uh, okay. Interview over. Yeah, just, <laughs> I am. It's, the dream is shattered. I am destroyed here. What? It's funny you mentioned that because I just spoke to the um, uh, the editor today. He just reached out out of the blue, the editor who edited that episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah. One of my yeah. very favorite episodes of any sitcom yeah. ever. That is, it's so good. <laughs> it's, because yeah. I don't know if you can see this, but I have... Yeah, he Ooh. really does have the rare, I guess it's rare, the complete series. That's the box set? The box set. Of you have one, two, and three. You have all three seasons. I have all three seasons. Now, that is rare because they released one and two, yeah. and a lot of people have that. But the third one, you don't see very often. There I mean, is. the one that has the third, too, which is the, you know, the best the, season. Hello. We yeah. finally figured out what we were doing. I had to have the show the whistler yeah, yeah. and that that, and that is on that season. that's the third season right. for sure uh, i had the um prop that was the album and the cd of yeah. me of, of me sing, whistling on the cover i had that it's bouncing around my house somewhere if i find it i'm sending it to you oh what? my god oh, that yeah would awesome. that would be awesome but because- that's a big if because uh, okay. it, I haven't seen it for a while, and my kids. You know, I was going to say, if your house is like my house, you're never yeah. seeing it. All, all the stuff that I treasured once I had kids was just gone taken from me. Of yeah. course. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about John Lear real quickly here. Co-created the web series Jailbait. We'll get to yes. that. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I love that freaking concept. <laughs> Co-creator, executive producer, star Hulu original series, which we love. Quick Draw. Yeah. Quick Draw. Of course, yeah. the co-creator, star of the. TBS TV series, The Ten Items or Less, which I am yeah. a fan uh-huh. of. He also played Christina Applegate's brother in Jesse. Right. Yes. The that gave me health role. insurance and uh, paid yeah. my student loan bills. That That's was an amazing, amazing change of, in my life. And you didn't show. have to say a word. No, not until uh, the last episode. Yeah, I think the last episode I, I finally spoke. And then they fired all the family for the following season and oh, just had her nuts. at work. So, But that season of 22 episodes on NBC changed my life. It really did. Cause the money uh, was, you know, I was able to, uh, cause up, up till then I'd been doing theater. I'd been doing mm-hmm. stand up. Yeah. I'd been, you know, and it finally got me out of my destitution, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So fond memories. Yes. Oh yes. Plus you got to see Christina Apple. Exactly. Every day. Oh, and she oh, was, uh, is amazing. An amazing person. Oh, and yeah. as gorgeous as you can imagine. Oh, yeah. That's interesting because, and then I don't know how many people might know this and maybe even John forgot, but you were in a movie with her with correct Chris. oh yes oh, <laughs> right the sweetest thing yeah. yeah i had a one a little tiny part in that movie the director had and i had worked together before yeah and he had asked me he said look i want you to come on you know because improv's my thing he's like i want mm-hmm. you to come on drive this thing we're gonna strap a crew to the golf ball picker upper cart that's what i was i was that guy yep. yeah and um, he said, I just want you to improvise. And I did. <laughs> and there were like four people strapped to this little machine that I'm driving that picks up the golf balls. And, right. and he says, no matter what, don't stop unless I tell you to stop. I will tell you when to stop. You just keep <laughs> driving. I'm like, OK, I can do that. 
So I did. I kept driving. He never yelled stop. And I crashed the entire crew <laughs> into some bushes. Nice. Uh, and they were angry at me, but I did my job. I tried yeah. to explain. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he didn't yeah. tell me to stop. Hilarious. He didn't tell me. <laughs> That's a great part to play. Guy in golf cart. Oh, yeah. Picking so up fun. That was cool. Balls. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's funny how many people know that and that movie, because that movie has such a, you know, it has such a fan following still. Yeah, you know, it's time. kind of a cult yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it's funny how often people pick up on that, that I was that guy. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was again. cool. I mean, it was cool. Absolutely. Now, also, John is, of course, one of two Geico cavemen. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, three. I would three. Say, oh. I would make that number three. There's a third one, Ben, who did quite a bit. But uh-huh. yeah, mostly Jeff and I were the two. Uh, most of the commercials you saw were me or Jeff. Okay. Now, now you are in a movie, Coronavirus Conspiracy, with Jeff, right? No, that is is uh, with Joe, who was the fourth caveman, oh, okay. who only appeared See, in one. Be- he appeared in one. Do you remember the chicken, uh, or not chicken, the duck mango sauce commercial spot where they were... Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Anyway, there was a caveman in the back of that spot playing the piano, and that is my friend oh Joe. My God. Okay. And years later, the two of us end up doing a movie together called yeah. Coronavirus Conspiracy, which is, I, have you seen it? It's nutball. It I have is. seen the trailer yeah. to it. Yes. I haven't seen it yet. So tell me a little bit about that. It's an independent film, very small. The director reached out to me because of Joe. Joe recommended me. And the director reached out to me. I read the script and I thought it was amazing. It, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's about, it explores conspiracy in a very dark humor kind of way. Mm-hmm. And um, and it, it's only two actors. It's only Joe and I in the whole film. Okay. And uh, so I was like, wow, that's a lot. Uh, I'm going to try. Let's see if I can do that. And it was during lockdown. Right. So there was nothing, all of all, in fact, it was the only movie in production for a period of time there. And, uh, you know, it was all the po- pro- uh, COVID protocols where we had to be tested every day yeah. and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mass. And it was, it was hard. It was hard to do, but I saw the screening of it and I'm, really happy with it i really? think okay. cool. james sunshine who directed it did a really great job lionsgate is uh distributing it so that, Whoa, that nice. says a lot yeah right. that's a big deal on. yeah it's out there now you can get it any it's straight it went straight to stream you can get right. it any streamer you wish how long is it it's a feature so oh, it's, okay nice i don't know how an hour and 20 okay. maybe i don't know yeah i saw the trailer and i'm like okay i think i have to see yeah that. I'm pretty sure. Pretty if you're if you love, you know, like making fun of conspiracy yes, theories uh-huh. yes. and, and like, oh my God, there's you know, and that whole concept. If you were locked down during COVID, which is all of us, yeah. And if you and and if you understand memes at all, like if you're mm-hmm. in that world, then you're the perfect fit. It should and it's have, comedy. It should have a pretty good following then. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think, it, I think it has, has a really a good chance of being a little cult kind of That's film. What you want. I, it's it's really good. I'm really proud of it. Cool. Now, are you still doing the coaching services? I do. The coaching thing came out of people because of my weird background of producing and writing my own stuff. Yeah. A lot of people reach out to me because, you know, they're, they want to do that too. It's mm-hmm. a, like a, you know, I've got an idea of a show. I want to be in it or I want to direct it. How do I make my own thing, you know, rather than working your way up from being a writer's assistant or, you know, the other right. tracks. Right. 
And so a lot of people would reach out to me and give me stuff to read. And I'm a, you know, I'm just like, I would do it. I would read it. My, my wife and my partner made business partner make fun of me for doing it because mm. I, but I will read anything anybody sends me. Wow. I, you know, I reach out to people I'm that because people did that for me and it just got to be too much. Yeah, so yeah. I agreed. Uh, I finally agreed with my wife that I would put a financial thing so that only people uh-huh. who are really serious about it reach out to me. And yeah, well, no, that's it, it smart. Was just too much. I, I had to yeah. you know, actually work. I am a sucker for people who are trying to make something. If you're legitimately trying to make something, I'm on your team, no matter how bad it is, uh-huh. because you know, I just love that. I love the spirit of that. Okay. You, know? you heard John Lear. He's on our team. <laughs> yes. So, I'm on your team. So that's all exactly. that matters to me. And he said, no matter how bad it is. So that fits in here too. <laughs> so there you go. Not now, how true. do you, you have such a positive attitude. How do you keep that when you're out there pitching projects? I mean, that's gotta be hard. How do you keep that attitude I'm, in LA? <laughs> I'm heavily medicated. Yeah. Uh, no, I, go. uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not, you know, I mean, there are plenty of times when I'm, you know, I, I remember this pitch that we had for HBO and we went in and it was the worst pitch I've ever had Uh and the worst pitch experience. And that's saying something because pitching sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, because you're pitching to people with business degrees and they're, you know, and they're just (laughs) not prone to laughing most of it. I mean, you run into some (laughs) great executives. There are people out there who are, you know, make that an art in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Tarsus is someone who comes to mind who recently passed away, who was just one of the most amazing executives and then later producers Mm -hmm. I worked with. But for the most part, it's really painful. This HBO one was just so, I can't even remember, like the guy put his feet up on the table while he, while we were pitching and just stuff like that. And no response, no laughter, no real question. And I came home after and I told my wife, I go, I think, I don't think I can do it anymore. I think that is, I can't do it anymore. Cause I was so it was HBO and I was so excited about it. And um, what a letdown. We didn't, we didn't hear anything. And then six months later, yeah. our agent calls and says HBO wants to make a deal on that pitch. Wow. And we crazy. thought he he was kind of, he's an agent. So we thought he was just joking and it was just a really bad joke, <laughs> and bad taste. But no, it turned out they wanted to do it six months later, which is unheard of. Wow. And we ended up having a great experience. The show didn't go, but we, you know, we wrote the pilot, got paid and it was great experience, but it kind of ruined everything for us because now no matter how bad the pitch <laughs> is, you're just expecting. we still hold out hope, yeah. you know, because we're like, well, HBO is six months. You never yeah. know. Right. Oh man. So it's almost check. like a it's a curse, really. <laughs> what, it, what it was. Wait, you mean the Hollywood industry can be a curse? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> First time I've ever heard that. That's crazy. Is well, it worse than any other industry? I don't know. Is it? Uh, I yes. mean, it, it gets yeah. all the press and people yeah. talk about it and make movies about it, but I don't know. Yeah, it is worse. Is it? <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. So That's pretty coming bad. from a man that was in radio. Yeah, my radio background kind of uh, not quite to the Hollywood level, but yeah, man, a bunch of yeah. assholes. Yeah, radio is, <laughs> I mean, music is a, is like, that's even worse. I mean, because oh, it's God, just yeah. like... 
Especially now. Especially right now with all the digital. We were talking about that yesterday, just how awful radio is now. So if someone wanted to get in touch with you and get your coaching services on their side, where would they go? Uh, JohnLear.com. J-O-H-N-L-E-H-R.com. I, awesome. I tell you, I would recommend that because, again, the stuff that you put out, in particular, quick draw, 10 items or less, that's some really quality material. And you just don't see that kind of stuff anymore. No. It's, or ever. It's tough. It, yeah, it's really hard to get that kind of niche thing on the air. It's so hard to get that on the air because of millions of reasons. But particularly now, you know, people think that because there's so much so many outlets for media that uh-huh. that's a good thing for all types of media. And what's really happened, in my opinion, is, is that these all these outlets need to be noticed. And so instead of, you know, doing a large slate and taking gambling on stuff, they'll put all their money in a big tent pole show, hoping, you know, that they're going to get the next whatever it was Game of Thrones or right. whatever that's going to blow up and put their streaming platform on the map. So it's really hard, but th- it's changing. Like Peacock is doing a lot of really interesting things. Yeah, there's so uh, many. Yeah, they now. are. I mean, they took a yeah. network show, the NBC show, it's called AP Bio uh-huh. with yes. Glenn Howerton, and they put it on Peacock. And yeah. I thought it got better when yeah. they did that, there's to be probably honest. probably less restrictions on him. And definitely yeah. less so, restrictions. He can yeah. So what, I thought, well, that's kind of cool. Okay, so John, can we talk... 10 oh. items or less for a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I ha- show near and dear to my heart. It better be. To everybody who's ever seen that show. <laughs> because I got to tell you, a lot of sitcoms, you'll see the first, the pilot episode, and it's like, eh, and you have to get through at least four or five right. to like get into it. But see, that's not, not the one. case uh-uh. with 10 oh, items or less. The, the second you watch that first, it's, <laughs> it feels like, wow, this is a show. I love that because it explains. Explained everything. It, it had the backstory and what <laughs> what you were doing there. Yeah. And why is he the here? Reasons yeah. Why you were at the store and owned the store? Well, you know, there's so our curator title, of the store. Yep. I our our first title sequence basically explained everything. Yeah. In yeah. 30, 20 seconds or so. It really did. The, <laughs> None of them do that now. And, You're like, what the I fuck know. am I watching? It, it was great because it was the dead dad, the dipshit song. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And yep. and like just not knowing what the hell to do, but here I am and it was great the whole way through. It right. really was. Oh, so fun. So much fun. So many uh, I mean it was the first show, it was the first show that I sold and um it was the first show that I was a showrunner on, which mm-hmm. you know means you're you're basically responsible for delivering everything on time and under budget, you know, which is a huge job. And then also, you know, starring in it and writing the episode. So it was a massive undertaking, especially because it was our first one and we didn't, we were figuring everything out and, and, and it's improvised, you know, the the dialogue is all completely improvised. So, you know, we had really detailed scripts because it was the only way we could convince TBS and Sony (laughs) (laughs) to give us millions of dollars. But the, the actors other than me never saw the script. Wow. So they would just show up. They loved it. They would just show up on set and in makeup and be like, what am I doing? And that's you know, amazing. The director, my my partner Nancy Hauer, and yeah. me in front of the camera, we both knew. So we guided it so yeah. that they could, you know, be free, you know, to do what they do best, which is, you know, play in the moment. And uh <laughs> 
Yeah, but with I, you with you saying that, okay, all of that information put out there, you still wouldn't really know that. No, the right. eye surgery thing. Oh my god! Oh, in great the, episode. In the freaking store. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, the LASIK the LASIK surgery in the store. In the, there, now, the you know that was store. that was inspired by because at that time Walmart had just started putting um, lens crafters, or was it Walmart? I think it was Walmart. It, I yeah, think it was. Yeah, have a, a lens yeah. crafter. So there's, and your, we there's saw your that idea. We were like, well, let's go the next step. Let's put a uh, LASIK surgery in a grocery <laughs> store. Do you keep in touch with any of the players? To All this? of them. Yeah. We, yeah? I awesome. mean, some more than others, um, but we're, you know, I, yeah, I hear from all of them from time to time. Uh, and I work with a lot of them. You know, Bob yes. uh, Clendenin mm-hmm. went on to do Jailbait and uh, Quick Quick, quick draw. draw with right. me. Yeah, that's right. And he and I are currently pitching a show that's we're just about to go out with it next week. We've been developing it over the pandemic. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but I mean, and then all kinds of guest stars and friends and people, you know, yeah, you, now, you just stay close. I cannot remember the actress that played Amy Anderson. What's her name? Jennifer Cox. Her last name is Cox. Cox. That's right. Yes. I got it. Very that's, good. You did it. You did it. I did something right. Let me ask. Oh, my God. She was so fun. She improvises unlike anybody I've ever improvised. And again, if you don't know who that is, she played Jan Brady in the Brady Bunch movies. Yes. And and did a great job. Last I just saw of her, she was playing a whore on a plane on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, wow, I love that. She is so good. Why was she not in the last season? Yeah, she. I can't remember. She. Well, oh, I do remember. She had other other gigs. We couldn't get her. Oh, you know, you know people. She was under contract for something, but I can't remember what it was. It was another series. Boy, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. The only reason she wasn't was because we couldn't get. No, her. I figured yeah. because it was really. Uh, she added to that show, man. Big oh TikTok. my god, she had the style of improvising that was really difficult to work with, but so fun when it when you did. She was kind of bird like. She would say stuff and stop and say stop, and you yeah. wouldn't quite know yeah. when to jump yeah. in. She was very. But, antagonistic oh, in God, a yeah. nice way though it was I know, so, so weird great. yeah and she, yeah so passive aggressive yes. you know what and, i liked about her she played a primo bitch on wheels <laughs> <laughs> she really did it was really good and i was just head, and leslie was just heads over heels, I know, over that, heels. that's what made it great His he's high school in love sweetheart. with her and she's like treating him like shit <laughs> okay now before we let john lear go would you be up for a game of 10 items or oh, less no. trivia? Holy crap. Okay. <laughs> okay. All so, right. So we're going to give you a couple of questions, and this is going to prove that I know more about uh, his show. I know. I, I feel for you because I do the I trivia know. show I'm on go this down show. In flames. I can, I've seen a, the episodes more than you because I well, edited yeah. I was yeah. in the edit room, but I haven't seen them since in the, the air. Okay, well, then this will be fun. So <laughs> you're up for it. Okay, so when <laughs> Leslie fails to become a member of the Bisons, oh my God. He, forms his, he forms his own club. What is that club called? Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. No, no idea. 
No idea. The caribou. That's right. The caribou. Ah. <laughs> God, that is a good, that's a legit inside tri- trivia question. <laughs> okay. Now you already, ru- you both ruined this next one. Uh-oh. Oh. But expert grocery bagger Don the Bag Bagley hangs up his super value Mart uniform to join the greens and grains in what position, of course, an ophthalmologist. Oh, I wouldn't yep. have been able to answer that. Now that actor is his name is Tim Bagley. Yeah. So that yeah. <laughs> we named his Perfect. character Bagley and called him <laughs> Don the Bag Bagley. Great guy. He he works all the time. You'll that that was a good episode. He was good in that. I loved when they had the bagging competition. Yes. Oh, so funny. Now he here's another the one. sheriff in um in Quick Draw. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I mean not the sheriff, the mayor. I play the sheriff. He plays uh, yeah, the, mayor the mayor in Quick Draw. The, I love that he was in that and Carl just right, said his yes. name Bob, Bob Clendenin yes. yes oh my god that's yeah. so good which yeah. Greens and Grains employee had sex on his birthday with Leslie's longtime crush Amy Anderson <laughs> Sex on his birthday, yeah. but I thought oh, I man. had sex with her. You did, I but did. This person did first, and it was his 18th birthday or his 21st birthday. I was gonna say what? And he's an employee at Greens and Greens. Okay, so he it's the butcher. It's the butcher. It has no, to be the butcher. No, Buck. oh no, it's um Buck. Buck. Oh my God, it was Buck. This I, is fun. I thought it was the meat guy too. I'm like, it's got to be him. Oh but my no, God, he, he did is... too. This is fun. <laughs> That's right. She had sex on the birth. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's I'm, coming back. I have to give you one more at least. Yes, please. Okay. This is fun. When Leslie hastily decides to leave the greens and grains to one of his employees upon his death, which staff member does he choose? It's not Carl. It is Carl. Is it? I'm a failure. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that shit. I should know. <laughs> no. What the hell, man? Yeah, I'm never God. watching I'm, it again. Maybe I'm getting old, you know? Maybe this yeah, is a sign that I should get scanned or something. Now, I know you'll get this one, okay? okay. <laughs> what disreputable marketing promotion lures actress Jolene Blaylock from the oh. TV show Star Trek Enterprise into the Greens and Grains grocery store? The wow. Star Trek convention. Yeah! Oh, very good. That whole Star episode Trock. of Star Trek was written because the Star Trek universe is known to be heavy. They will sue anybody uh-huh. who tries to rip them off. And so it was a challenge for us to see if we could get a script approved by Sony and the legal team yeah. and get it past them. And that's what that whole episode <laughs> that was. It was great. an exercise in trying to outsmart the lawyers. <laughs> that is so funny. Do you remember when you spit off the silo? Yeah, <laughs> it was just so improvised. I hope that it was like they both both the uh, I forget the girl that plays uh, Ingrid, but uh, oh, yes, yeah, but they great. were both up there with you hanging on, and they were just and you, Leslie just kind of. <laughs> It's like, yes. and they're like gross. And they they didn't know that was coming. I hope they didn't know it was coming. Didn't look like no, they knew it. Was no, coming. improvised for sure, for sure. John Lear, I want to thank you for yes. taking time out to oh, talk to us, guys. Thank it's my so pleasure. Much. Thank you that you took me down. Uh, I mean, that's such a sweet time for me. That ten items or less. It's a great show. A great time. I watch yeah. it all the time. Thank you, John Lear. Thank you, guys. Thank you take care. Bye. Bye. 
All righty. That was really nice of John Lear to join us. Absolutely. Really appreciated that. And we will talk to you another time. Check out MakeMyDamnMovie.com if you must. And send us a message if you must. They will. All right. Bye. Bye. Later.